Hey guys, welcome back to another semiconductor update. Today we're going to take a closer look at a few companies, NVIDIA. We're also going to take a closer look at TSMC, Qualcomm, and the private company that's dealing in the AI market. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So the first thing I want to take a closer look at is this private company called Tense Torrent. They did announce on October 2nd that they are working with Samsung Foundry to bring their next generation of AI chiplets to market. So for those that are not familiar with of Tense Torrent, I wasn't. Uh, this is a company that sells AI processors and licenses AI and RISC-V IP announced today that it has selected Samsung Foundry to bring Tense Torrent's next generation of AI chiplets to market. Tense Torrent builds powerful RISC-V CPU and AI acceleration chiplets aiming to push the boundaries of compute in multiple industries such as data centers, automotive, and robotics. So we did hear that they will be um, they, the chiplets will be manufactured using Samsung's state-of-the-art SF4X process, which is their 4 nanometer architecture. Uh, so I think this is pretty interesting, right? We get to see a little bit more about the private semiconductor industry. I know this company, the CEO, I believe, it's a very, very popular semiconductor engineer who's worked at some crazy, crazy companies. Yep, Jim Keller is the CEO of Tense Torrent. And he is very popular and, and, and respected in the semiconductor community. So pretty interesting as we are seeing kind of this growth in AI. We're also pretty interesting to see a company really focused in the RISC-V type architecture where most people are either x86 or ARM-based. Uh, so I think that was the first thing I want to take a closer look at. Continuing here with the AI push, I want to take a closer look at NVIDIA. We can see today was a red day in the market. NVIDIA was down roughly 2.8% sitting at $435. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. So there are reports that Tokyo retailers are sounding the alarm of a potential graphic card drought and this is pretty much talking about the high-end lovelace cars um, that are outpacing the demand is outpacing supply in japan specifically so i want to say right now it seems to be only happening in japan but maybe this might be a pre-warning of what might come globally uh, here in the united states i am able to purchase 4090s and 4080s pretty easily in online and on store i just check some of the places that i normally buy PC components, but I do believe if there does come a shortage, it's because two reasons. First is we are seeing this huge, and both of them have to do with AI. The first is we are seeing this huge demand for AI workloads, but we are seeing a huge kind of bottleneck still with the H100, even though kind of um, we are getting um, better improvements there. Uh, some companies might be just going out there and buying workstations with the 4090 to kind of do some form of AI workloads. For example, here we can see this company called Lambda, which is good at providing AI, uh, AI desktops, AI data centers, AI cloud solutions, and AI workstations. One of the products that they have are workstations that are powered by NVIDIA's RTX 4090s. This is another kind of company that focuses on deep learning AI workstations and we can see these are powered by the 4090s so the first thing i want to say is happening is a lot of players are focusing on building and bringing um and bringing workstations using the 4090 because they can't get NVIDIA's other products. 
The second reason is one that I also kind of talked about in the past before is NVIDIA recently announced the NVIDIA L40S and the L40 GPU and the L4 GPU, I believe, um, this year to kind of help combat things like inference and other forms of, of, of AI workloads. And for those that are not familiar and have not watched my previous videos, the L40, the L4, are, CPU, are GPUs that actually use the AD102 GPU. That same AD102 GPU is the one that's used in the RTX 4090, the 4080 Ti. So I do believe that NVIDIA is doing right now, hey, look, the consumer market might still be a little bit weak. Instead of using this AD102 GPU into a consumer product, let's focus it and use it in the L40, which is an AI data center product to some extent, and we can get better, better margins. So that's just my take there. The L40 and the L4 don't have to do advanced packaging like the H100. So NVIDIA is probably trying to get rid of that inventory that they had in the consumer space and really focus on those AI and data center products. Some other interesting news, we did see that KeyBank raises NVIDIA's price target and sees more than a 65% upside. I mean, I wish they would have watched this episode or the show uh, in October when we were talking about NVIDIA when this stock was sitting in the $100 price point, right? So I'm super excited to be bullish in this company. And again, I'm not bullish to jump on the hype. Um, NVIDIA is a company that I was in and out even during those red days of October and that kind of crash that we saw in 2022. Before we go any further, I do want to say thank you for the support. So if you haven't, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button. If you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, I do have a master's degree in electrical engineering. I've worked at some pretty cool places. Now I'm just doing semiconductor research on, on, on a full-time basis. So I do weekly exclusive videos there. Click join to learn more. If you want a special offer, check out fool.com slash Jose. If you want a free newsletter, josenaharo.substack.com and free semiconductor news at semiconductorwatch.com. Now, next, I want to take a closer look at TSMC. So TSMC right now is sitting at $85.41. I do believe TSMC is sitting at an attractive price point right now. But we do see reports that analysts are forecasting of roughly $100 billion for this company to make in revenue by 2025. Um, right now, the company is in their 2023 fiscal year. Um, the reason I mentioned that is because I came here on Chart to take a closer look at their current estimates based on analysts, which would be the end of this year and would be, where are we right now? I mentioned quarter three of 2023. So one more quarter. Analysts believe the company will make roughly $65 billion by the end of 2023. Now, by the end of 2024, roughly $79 million, billion, and by the end of 2025, roughly $94 billion. So this analyst they are discussing is a little bit more bullish than the average. And I can definitely see why right now we are coming from this kind of negative negative trend in the semiconductor market we are seeing huge push for things like ai and things like consumer can eventually pick up with a nice refresh cycle in the phone industry a nice refresh cycle for the laptop industry and the computer industry as well can definitely push this company to make roughly a hundred billion dollars in 2025 but the 94 billion is a nice growth on a year-over-year -year basis already so like i mentioned tsmc is one that i enjoy and i do believe this company has numerous growth opportunities right now now the final company i want to take a closer look at is meta so there are reports that meta is to lay off employees in its metaverse silicon unit on wednesday um so metaverse is uh, obviously 
is creating virtual reality, augmented reality hardware, and they do have kind of a semiconductor team. Unfortunately, there are reports that they are planning on laying off employees here. This is a very small portion. They do mention it's roughly 600 employees total here. Uh, so it's not a big, big place, but we are seeing that maybe Meta is not going to focus too much on creating its own chips. I think that's okay and probably pretty good news for a company like Qualcomm uh, because Qualcomm develops a lot of the chips that Meta uses for their augmented reality and virtual reality headsets. Uh, for example, their XR, XR platform is great. It's being used on their MetaQuest 2 and Meta, Meta, MetaQuest 2 and MetaQuest 3. And we know their AI platforms are being used on their Ray-Bans, on, on Meta's Ray-Bans uh, AR glasses. Uh, so I, I think this is the right move. I don't think every tech company needs to create their own chip. Um, obviously, some do it well, but I do believe there's plenty of players out there in the semiconductor space that a company can partner up with and do really great products and still be able to contain really great margins. So I, I believe that bodes well for Qualcomm and it's not necessarily bearish for Meta. So I hope you guys enjoyed this quick semiconductor update. Take care, have a good day and see you next time.